You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. And we black. And we black. And we back. And we Broadway black is back. Broadway black is back. Yeah. That is a soundbite. And I'm going to take it. Thank you very much, Amber Iman. What's going on, everybody? It's Drew Shade. And we are here. We get ready to hit your mark. And we are going off book right now. My name is Drew Shea. This is Danye Love. And Princess Amber Iman. Man, I am so glad. (laughs) We are back. Oh my God. Ain't this crazy? No, for real. Ain't this crazy? It's crazy. Like, so just a couple weeks ago, I went to Danye's reading. I tell the story. story. Come on now. Let the children know. Mm -hmm. I went Mm -hmm. to Danye's reading. Mm -hmm. A wonderful, wonderful play. My God. At New Dramatist. Mm -hmm. My God. Mm -hmm. What was it called? Fireflies. My God. Fireflies. It's a part of your... Trilogy. Yes. Trilogy of uh, queer love through pivotal moments in black history. Queer love. That was a lot of pivotal moments (laughs) of black history. My God. So there are so many different unique stories Mm -hmm. in this particular trilogy. Mm Mm-hmm. Throughout time, yeah, mm-hmm. and you're having your off Broadway debut, debut from one of those plays. Look we had God. the first play in the trilogy, the first... Sugar in Our Womb, <laughs> and Theater Club. We actually saw rehearsal on Thursday. Listen, mm-hmm. I it's am, going down, y'all. I, I am. It's going down, Danye. Yeah. I am so excited, like Proud. I can't even. But we'll get to that. Come on, come on. Cause we just got so much to <laughs> talk so much. We got so much to talk about. Like we can't contain it all. Whoa. So yes. we. Mm-hmm. I went to your reading two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was the first time that I really even got out of the house mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. the past eight nine months. Mm-hmm. And it just was so fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, we went to go get something to eat. Get something to eat mm-hmm. with your parents. Mm-hmm. Your parents were in town. Yeah, they came through and they loved them some truth. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we went to have to have dinner, and on our way there, Amber a Iman, goddess emerged yes. literally in the middle of the street, looking literally. like chocolate and blessings. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way. to Hair describe. blowing in the wind, face mm, beat, right. body snatch. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was this hard for me true. to even look. This, it was too it glorious. Was so light. There was, was a light. Glorious. There was a halo. <laughs> halo. Who? Uh, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we ran into Amber Mon on the street. Yes. How? It was destined. Ordained. Preordained. Right. 
was that for us? I and know. so it was just like, I looked at them both and I said, I miss y'all. I know. We and had we a moment mean, in the we middle did of the have street. A, we did have a real moment. And, and a can photo we talk shoot. about how popping the pictures were? <laughs> we had a like mini photo shoot, y'all, in the like, street. Ooh, yes, like we were one? glowing. Yes. I like that one. So that's how we knew. Time. That it was time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. we got together and we're back here and, and I'm just so happy that the, the stars aligned. Yes. And it allowed us for... You know, allowed us to be here and allowed us to do this. Yeah. Again. Again. And so, so much has happened since the last time we were here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, two years ago, we recorded our last episode, which was Tony, Tony, Tony's. Mm-hmm. And we what? talked about the 2016 oh Tony nominations. Wow. Yes. Look at that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Two years ago. Crazy. Moving. And that was a really this wonderful is, year. Ooh. It was. But so much has happened since then. And I just mm-hmm. really want to talk about what has happened for you all. Okay. Because we have been. On a journey, a journey. God, we but now we're back together, and I just want to know what has happened. Let's start with Come you, Danya. Danya, what has happened for you? Child life mm-hmm. in life two years. Is, so from two years. just think about it from 2016 to now. June 2016 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to now. What has happened? So I remember, and this is so crazy. I remember the last episode. I left, and I was going to an interview for a fellowship that I was up for at the Lark called the New Voices Van Lair. Mm-hmm. And like, I just felt in my spirit that that was meant for me, that I'm going to get it. Mm. And I ended up getting it. And literally everything changed and changed like mm-hmm. drastically. So I was at the Lark for a year with this fellowship. I started working on, uh, like I was talking about this play, this trilogy that explores queer love during pivotal moments in black history. And so I was just like putting all of my energy and all of my spirit into that. And I ended up um, getting an off-Broadway debut mm-hmm. at Manhattan Theater Club. Manhattan Theater Club. With the first play in the trilogy, Sugar in Our Wounds, uh, that explores queer love during slavery. And so just, just. So we've, no, y'all, no, no. You can't just say during slavery and just like try to walk on past that. Walk on But no, like, no, like seriously, I remember when I was writing it, I literally thought to myself, this play will not see a light of day. This will probably be a play that will stay in my drawer. Mm. Won't nobody be here for it. It's probably doing too much. Like it it gagged me at the type of love and reception that it started to receive. from No, it's it's still gagging me like over a year, two years later, because this play is so phenomenal. And so dynamic and so rich. Use the words. Come like, on. It's rich. I vernacular? Oh, lexicon? <laughs> Diaspora? I'm just using all the big words I know. They don't even make sense. Diaspora. <laughs> Come people, on, diaspora. Some people love to say a diaspora. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that word means. It's full of melanin. Yes. yes. You know, that's yes. our favorite word because Praise we love God. melanin. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. it's... Literally, this play will change your life. It mm. It, mm. it works something up in me Why? when I first saw it, especially being a black gay man mm-hmm. and seeing yourself represented in a time where you just really thought that you were non-existent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's like literally that was and is the hope with this play and with the trilogy for us to see ourselves reflected throughout history. And I'll, I'll say when, when I was working on the play and the trilogy, I was like, oh, wow, I have this certain level of like confidence now because mm-hmm. I know who I am. I know who I came from. And just that's the hope. So like so, what you're talking about right now is what I hope a lot of people leave. But with. what made you think of that type of story 
Mm-hmm. Like, what made you think that that was okay or that that was even a possibility? Like, because the way that you, the way that you've written this piece is so full of so different, so many different dynamics, mm-hmm. colorism, mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, wisdom, as, as far as from a, a olden branch of, of the family. Mm-hmm. And, and cause you know, it's a, it's a carved family cause right. it's not a, a real, you know, yeah, a yeah, like this, this blood makeshift, family. It's a, a makeshift it's family. A makeshift family. Exactly. So having that wisdom, that matriarch type of person, and then also having, uh, you know, the colorism coming to play and then this gay relationship and the masculine and the, the slightly feminine yeah, and, yeah. and those elements that, that what made you think this was even possible? So I'll keep it a hundred percent real. I remember this had to have been like maybe Eight years ago, I read uh, Terrell's, Terrell Alvin McCraney's uh, Marcus or The Secret of Sweet. Mm-hmm. And it was a passage where Shanta, Marcus's best friend, who's the main character, was really probing him to figure out his uh, like sexuality. Mm-hmm. And she started to talk about slavery and what the, the masses would do to the male slaves who were intimate with each other. Mm-hmm. And literally, all my mind was blown. Mm-hmm. And after that, I got so upset. And... So I write when I feel emotions in the extreme, mm-hmm. right? And so I got super duper upset, and I was like, I have to write this story because I never even fathomed me existing in this time period. Yeah. So I want to say literally maybe seven years went by I didn't write a thing mm. at all. Wow. So the play was just writing itself in my head, and it got to a point where these characters were like, Danye, I'm tired of being inside this head of yours. Mm-hmm. Get, get out. me out. And the first character that started to talk was a tree. I'm like, what wow. the hell is this? Mm. And the whole seven years beforehand, it was no tree. It was mm. just these people talking to each other. And then the tree started to talk, and I just started to lean in. Like, I don't know where this is going, mm-hmm. but let's years, see what though. happens. But seven years, yeah. though, Danye, like... Because that's the number of completion. Come on, Run a lap, man. run a lap. Hey, on, hallelujah. <laughs> yes, Listen, indeed. But that means that was y'all. Literally. Y'all yeah. know I just came from church. Come like, on now. I sang at church this and morning. And brunch. We can't forget. Sunday and brunch. Brunch go together. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. and church and brunch My go God. together. Come My on God. now. My pastor already knew. He said, let me get you out of here so you can go ahead and get the brunch. <laughs> Sometimes you can't have one without the other. Listen. Go hand in hand. You can't. And Drew will testify I'm telling to you. that. No, I can't do You really it. cannot. I can't it's do it. It's a brunch it. day. I believe you. My God. You know, I see it all in your eyes. I believe you. Shut up, okay. shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Listen, it's, and it's fine because I'm here. Uh-huh. Hey like Seely, my God. Come on. Deaconess Seely said, you know where I was I'm going, here. you know? Come on I'm now. I'm going to take a deep breath. But uh-huh. it was seven years that, yeah. you, that that it took you to get this story out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People, a lot of times people think that, you know, plays just come overnight or that in a year or two you can be off Broadway but these stories develop with inside your soul had to cultivate like had to exist in a space and for me to be prepared right for me to be prepared to be able to tell this story for me to be the most proper pure vessel possible to tell this story and so here's the gag of it all, right? Mm-hmm. So, like I said, Terrell, um, that passage from Marcus or The Secret of Sweet is what really, like, inspired and made me say, I can tell this story. Mm. Um, two weeks from now, him and I will be at the Schomburg, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. up on stage. On the 16th. Talk, exactly, just talking about being black queer playwrights. Mm. Look at God. Ain't that yeah. amazing? Come That's on phenomenal. now. But yeah, and just this like this full circle moment that I'm 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 not taking for granted like, in the least bit. So he also interviewed you for the yes. Lark's blog yeah. as well. So yeah, you guys yeah. have had a connection exactly for a little while. So this particular conversation is is more than a full circle moment. It is a a career moment yeah. also as well as a um a personal 
completion. Yeah, yeah, like just to be up there um, and and in my full self Mm -hmm. and to be able to tell why um, I write these stories with an individual who inspired me so, like, radically to tell the stories that I tell. Um, I love that. It's so dope. I love that. It's so dope. Yeah. Yeah, we can't take these moments for granted. You also got married within the time of the last week. He put a ring on it. Like, let's not forget that, right? (laughs) Come through. Hey, Brandon, what's up? Hey, baby. How you be, boo? How you be? You got married. Life has been going off in these past two years. Yeah, I got married to uh, an amazing man who just, like, he he helps me. He inspires me. He makes me feel like I can do and I Mm -hmm. should be doing Mm -hmm. what it is that I'm doing right now. I love that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So he yeah. also is a photographer. He's a photographer. So cool. all of my headshots that y'all see, right? Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just had a birthday, y'all, and I was butt ass naked on I the stool. But we that saw was Brandon we making saw my it. skin look like a star. Right. Come on yes. now, but yeah. So all of my headshots are uh, Brandon, mm-hmm. and he's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing in so many ways as as an artist, as a human being. Um, yeah. And uh, and you also have a couple of more projects coming up. Can you talk about anything else that you have besides yeah. the Off Broadway debut? That's yeah, coming? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I have uh, some other things right now that are in the works. I mm-hmm. uh, can't say too much, uh, but it just it, it is a reminder to just stay true to exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. And if you exist and operate out of that space, the blessings will come. Okay. And just yeah. remind yourself to be in the purpose and align yourself with that purpose. Amen. Well, so, yeah. I can't wait till we talk about. Come, oh yeah, because you know I want to. Broadway Black is going to know it first. Listen, hey, please believe it. Well, just please know that I know it, it now. <laughs> hey now, just know that I know it now. We just right? waiting on a yes. So, yeah, right. All I'm saying, well, it's already a yes. Mm-hmm. We just waiting on a, 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 a be able to reveal. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, we waiting a on, a, on a goal. Come on right. now. So and, like and we will be heard right now here first. I like that. Right. So I can't wait. It gotta be. Yeah. 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 Amber Black. She's here, boy. She is here, y'all. Yeah. Looking fabulous. Thank like you. glowing. Thank you. How it should be. <laughs> You're welcome. Like, if y'all didn't know, Amber Iman is like the real life Dina Jones. Like the second oh act. My God. The top of the second act, Dina Jones. Like Thank she's you. come back from Paris and France. Mm. Very much. Paris and France. Mm. I just said Paris and France. <laughs> but I was gonna go with it. That I was, was brunch. Go I blamed it. it on brunch. I was okay. gonna keep stepping. He said I, I was gonna say nothing but a word. <laughs> Nothing but a word. New York and New York. Leave me Live alone. Exactly what you meant. <laughs> Leave me alone. But yeah. yes, but she has come back from somewhere. Yes, right. So come on now. Like, let's, what's going well, on? Okay, what's so good? We Spill go tea. back to June of 2016. Steam, right. That was right before Broadway for Black Lives Matter. Oh my god. That was god. the first thing we did in August. That was August first. Oh my 1st. god. Time. Flying. Oh, my crazy. God. So, yes, we... Broadway Black Lives Matter was mm-hmm. a listen, beast. Listen, mm-hmm. that we planned in two weeks. The line was around the corner. A oh, beast. The line. Wrapped around. Listen, y'all. Yes. Mm-hmm. 1,600 people. Listen, I still can't believe we actually did that thing. Y'all did it. My God. Y'all did it. Look at... For free. Listen. Y'all, it was I just, free. Let me tell y'all, the just the moment of that that I will just never forget is... The multitude. I mean, there were so many moments. <laughs> the moment that sticks out to me the most, because to me, the theme of Broadway for Black Lives Matter is like, we did not know what we were doing. I didn't have... We didn't have a budget. Mm. We didn't have a dime nor a nickel nor a dollar. Right. I had never planned a surprise party for my cat. I hadn't planned nothing in my life. I didn't know nothing. 
and people just started believing in us. When I tell you, I, I talked to the women at Broadway Serves about my idea. They happened to talk to the president over at Broadway Cares, and I got a message, an, a voice message mm-hmm. from that man saying, I just heard about what you were doing, and I want to give you a check for $10,000. And I said, what? Yes. I mean, just a word of Excuse mouth. Excuse me? Before we had even planned a thing. Excuse me? Do you hear what I'm saying to you? And then my favorite moment is, we were trying to find a headliner. We were like, we need somebody, we need somebody. And I was like, y'all, NDRE came to shuffle along, and she gave me her her cell phone number. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've known her off and on, but like, what if I could get her to like, maybe just, mm-hmm. maybe come to Broadway mm-hmm. for Black Lives Matter. It took me an hour to compose the text because I kept deleting it and rewriting That's it. That's how it be. I text her, y'all. Just, I mean, I'm texting Indy Irie, who has been the love of my life, my favorite person, wow. my favorite vocalist, in like since I was two years old, like mm-hmm. since forever. I just wanted her to know who I was. And the fact that I text her to ask her to come perform for free at my event, I said, Lord, she ain't gonna say yes. When I tell y'all, she texted me back 10 minutes later saying, I actually just wrote a song about Alton Sterling dying in the streets and it's called Breathe and I want to debut at your event and I want to bring BET and Centric with me. I said, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I tell you, people just poured into us. Let us see Call Billy Porter looking for tickets. I said, she can't have a ticket, but she she can can sing. I know, that's right. Look, this how When she got up on that stage and gave life abundantly, I said, look at God, Mm -hmm. y'all. It was a magical day. I'm so proud of all the work of everybody there. Mm -hmm. That, I mean, in two weeks, we pulled that thing off. My God. Everybody was there. It was a beautiful day. It really was a beautiful day. That was August of 2016. I was good and unemployed. Shuffle Along had just closed. Mm. Shuffle Along. Had just just shuffled off of Broadway. And I was good and unemployed. And I believe a week after that, a week after Broadway for Black Lives Matter, I had my first audition for a small off-Broadway musical called Hamilton and American Musical. (laughs) And... Throw that out there real quick. A small little thing. And December 4th, I booked Hamilton American Musical. Mm-hmm. And I went on a year-long first national tour yes. to California. I spent five months in San Francisco, five months in Los Angeles, playing uh, the dual roles of Peggy Schuyler and Mariah Reynolds, giving life in yellow and Listen, red. very much. I, I, need, I, I still need to hear. Yes. I, 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 I got you. I, yes. I got you. Please. <laughs> please and thank you. Don't because, tell nobody. Don't okay, tell nobody. please. Because... <laughs> Like I already know mm-hmm. the the effervescence. Of oh my your God! Voice. Say, it. come on, diaspora! <laughs> I gave you a diaspora vocals, effervescence, honey butter, chocolate, and cinnamon. All the melanin in All the voice. All the diaspora. You know how, like back in like middle school or high school, like Ever Essence, like that group. Yeah. Like really, just like. Do something to your heart. Yes. I know that you were like, my God, thank you. That for my thank heart. Thank you for speaking life into me. Yes, because mm-hmm. I did, and I need to hear. I didn't get to see it, and I'm I so gotcha. pissed. I think I have a recording of the last one, and you know I live. Oh, come on, come oh, through. Don't tell Look, nobody. Don't tell I'm, nobody. Doing a, I'm doing a charade. Shimmy say. So that's where I have been the last year. Feeling his beat. I've been on the road while I was there. I wrote a one woman show mm-hmm. that I performed in Los Angeles, and just a couple weeks ago in. New York. It was fabulous and wonderful. It really was. Um, I have just written my first short film that I'm going to Tyler Perry write. And <laughs> it's going to be written and directed. You Sorry. hearing it here live. <laughs> you going to Tyler you Perry. hearing it here live. <laughs> I've written it. I'm going to direct it, executive produce it, and star in it. Yes. Um, so Come through. Let me be in it too. Gonna, Where's my part it? at? Okay, I'll, let me let me go rewrite. I'll do the rewrite. <laughs> 
Wait, uh, did you say this is a short or full? It's a short. Okay. It's my first venture into filmmaking. Yes. I'm very excited. And then, you know, there's other news that I can't talk about yet, but you know, but just know she's listen, going down. I was, I was, she's you coming. Know I was about to say just that. know it's going yeah. down. Just, just know she'll be back where she belongs very soon. Very, I know that's right. <laughs> and I, I know that's wait. right. Thanks, everyone. Bitch, I got. <laughs> <laughs> I got. So, Drew knows everything. He okay. knows all the tea. Don't always? Yes, you know. Come through. Don't always? He has a diaspora of knowledge. And when I... That's what this episode is going to be called. The diaspora. <laughs> he has all the knowledge. Yes, I do. And when I get the go, you will hear it here first. Yes. That's right. Ooh, Drew, man. now, Drew, you have to tell Come us on now. where you have been. Really? Yes, yeah. you do. Okay, I've been dreading this. I know, bit. but you got to give your Come testimony on. to the people. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been as exciting uh-huh. as everyone else. That's all right. Um, over the past couple of months, we'll, we'll, we'll go back. Oh, mm-hmm. 2016, Broadway Black Lives Matter was great. Yes. We had a wonderful time. I celebrated my 29th birthday then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything was great. Um, I ended up still working Broadway Black and doing that for a couple of months. And then we had the Great Comet fiasco mm. um, where Broadway Black was blamed for closing Great Comet. That we was really a diaspora of foolishness. Lord well, you know, mercy. we just going to reveal all the tea. Come on, spill you it. Got to. Lipton. You so, got to. you know, at the end of the day, I, I really um, try to speak for a community of people. Uh-huh. And it's difficult for me because I am a person. I'm a human being. Yes. And that is... Um, a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And so people come to me with information. They come to me when they feel as though, you know, things are not in their corner. And I get a lot of news of people wanting me to um, donate money to their cause or uh, stand up for them. So, you know, we've gotten this reputation as the NAACP of Broadway. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is OK. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not ashamed of that. Um, however, this particular instance did something to me. Um, uh, Oak who was a part of Hamilton, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who replaced Josh Groban in, in Great Comet, came to me, and, and we had a conversation about, um, you know, the things that were going on. And um, he revealed to me that the, he was being replaced by Mandy. And he said, you know, this is what's happening. Um, do with it what you will. And I, I released the information the next day. The next day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of caught people off guard. And it just became a whirlwind. Mm. And so I got a lot of comments, a lot of people that were attacking us and saying that uh, we didn't frame it in the right direction. But in my mind, all we did was say that this is what's happening. Um, It's odd to us the way Mm -hmm. that it looks and the dynamics look that – the way that black actors are being supported on Broadway. So basically, y'all just told the truth. We told the truth. That's what it boils down to. Hello? Mm-hmm. Um, I and shed so, what I shed. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we told the truth about that, but a lot of people felt as though, oh, no, great comic can't be racist, or they can't have racist actions, or there's no way that they can do that because they've cast all these black people mm-hmm. in this show. Mm-hmm. And I'm confused because when do, you know— racial bias or you know any type of implicit bias mm-hmm. stop because you start you cast yeah. black people well when does that stop my mm-hmm. god like people still have to be cast and still go through situations when they're in a show when they're in rehearsals i was just reading something today where someone was talking about the reason why they're running to be a part of the um actors equity yes to be on the council. board the yeah council. the council they were mm-hmm. running because they were on a tour and something happened to them Listen. where they were racially profiled at their hotel not mm-hmm. even on their job mm-hmm. but the next day they lost their job mm-hmm. because of the situation wow. and so they were trying to be a part of the council because of that situation 
situation. And so you can be hired and still have issues because of and 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 because of your race. You can be mm-hmm. hired only to fill a diversity quota and then people resent the fact that they had to that hire you. That you're there, mm-hmm. right. Just so people wouldn't be mad because they got an all-white cast. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm asleep. Keep talking. Right, Keep talking. but this is great comment we're talking about. Yes. So people thought that because there was such a dynamic and such a um, plethora of race mm. um, and, you know, people that were in this show that there was no way that there could be any type of implicit bias towards a person that has come into this show. And I, I saw it. I saw what could have happened. I, I didn't necessarily, I wasn't in the room, mm-hmm. but I spoke to several people that were a part of that. And so I felt comfortable stating what we stated. Mm. And so we got a lot of backlash from that. And we didn't release any type of rebuttal or any mm-hmm. type of other statement beyond that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of information came out after that. Did you get death threats? Oh, I got death mm. threats. I got um, I got a lot of things. Um, just hurtful for things. For telling the truth. For, for just, I mean, it was just, it was just really weird to me. Um, I had never experienced anything like that. And coming from the Midwest and, so and being a, you know, a, a theater lover mm-hmm. and somebody that loves um, performance and loves to see black people on stage, which is the reason why I created Broadway Black. Mm-hmm. It was very odd to me to see people not be able to process this particular situation and blame Broadway Black for just telling the truth. And that hurt me very, very deeply. Um, and so I um, watched everything that happened with Mandy you know, because Mandy's son also called me. Mandy's son um, um, had a conversation with him about what was happening because he was unclear about what was going on. And, um, you know, we sent over some information and said, this is what the problem is. And mm. it's not about. And a lot of people were saying it was because it was a, a, a white actor replacing a black actor. And mm-hmm. to me, that was never the thought. It was just the respect issue. Mm-hmm. It was a how are you treating because he's a black man. And he's coming into this show, so you already started his run late, mm-hmm. and then you cut his run short, mm-hmm. and then this will be an excuse as to why we can't have a black couple or a black ingenue on on stage as as a dynamic, and it'll be like this doesn't sell. We already tried this; this mm-hmm. doesn't sell. So that will be an excuse, and that was mm-hmm. my worry. And it was never about him being a white actor; it was just about the respect issue. Right. And so a lot of people didn't get that. And that was disheartening for me. Um, and so that took a toll on me. And after that was done, I took a break. I, I just stepped away. Mm. Um, mm. I stepped away from it. And I just started to do a lot of educational programming where I would go around the country and, and go to different performing arts high schools and colleges and speak about what it means to be in the business. And also bring in teaching artists to do um, workshops and a series of workshops about uh, working in the business. So mock auditions and mm-hmm. acting classes mm-hmm. and singing classes and uh, bring in technical people, costume designers and scenic designers and things of that nature. So I did that um, for a time. And then I tried to come back to Broadway black and we released information about Earl Hyman who was the father of um, Bill Cosby on the Cosby show Mm -hmm. Um, he was a dynamic Shakespearean classical actor Mm -hmm. that gave a lot to the Broadway and off-Broadway stage Um, a lot to Shakespeare in the park Uh, he was just a phenomenal actor. And I remember looking up to him as a child mm-hmm. um, and seeing his face and, and thinking he looked like me. Mm. And so this was somebody that really influenced me. And also because uh, that he was in um, a nursing home um, that was for actors, I got the information about him, you know, passing mm. away. And because that happened, I said, you know, I'll wait 24 hours 
from the time that I got the information because I wanted to respect the family and right. the family was doing it internally. They were talking about it internally and they weren't really dealing with the press. So I said, I will give 24 hours. And I just kept looking to see if anybody had released that information, just kept looking like, oh, I know somebody else is going to release it. I'm, we're not going to get the exclusive. And, and I don't want an exclusive of somebody's death. Right. Um, but I am still in a business. Mm-hmm. And so I just kept thinking like, you know, oh, it's fine, you know. I'm going to give this time to the family, and that's what I said that I would do. When we released the information, still nobody had said anything, anything. about it. Nobody had even, nobody knew. Mm-hmm. And that was odd to me. But we went forward with our piece, and it became viral once again. And black people were blaming me and saying that I was killing one of our greats and mm-hmm. and and were sending me all sorts of messages that we that black people don't deserve publications and this is why you know black people aren't real journalists. Wait, and, I'm, I'm so uh, confused. Oh yeah, it was it was really bad. Like they really said that I was a liar. They called me a liar um, um, because said, they didn't believe because that they he didn't passed. believe that he had passed and there were no other news sources saying it mm-hmm. and because there were no and Broadway Black was the only one mm-hmm. to them we weren't credible. So because we weren't credible to them that we were liars. And so that was just really odd to me. Mm. Um, I That's didn't so expect sad. that at the time that I was trying to resurface and mm-hmm. come back to doing what it is that I'm, I've been doing. Um, and so that just took a toll on me. First, it was the work that, you know, white people are telling me that, oh, we close great comedy and, and I'm doing work that's not even for them. That's not even for your eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're critiquing me. And so I have to take this critique and you're sending me all these messages and death threats and all these things. And this is work that is not even for you. And then I take a break and then I come back and there are people that are this work is for and they're calling me a liar. And so it was just why am I doing this? Mm. Why am I sacrificing myself for this? Because even before that, I took a break and I did First Noel, mm-hmm. just for my mental, because I'm mm-hmm. I'm a performer at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I moved to New York City to be. Mm-hmm. I moved to New York City to be an actor. And God just said, I have something totally different for you. So I've been trying to work in that way. But I took a break and did First Noel. I came back and that great, great comment thing happened. Then the mm-hmm. Earl Hyman thing happened. And I just was down. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't in a good place. Mm-hmm. And I just had to fall off mm-hmm. um, for a good eight, nine months. I had to go and get some therapy. I had to mm-hmm. go in and get some help. Mm-hmm. Um, I even popped up at the Tony Awards that next year in, in 2017 mm-hmm. and, and tried to do some more work. I had blonde hair at that time. And, but I was not saying. Mm-hmm. I was not there. Mm-hmm. I was not fully there. Um, and so I'm just now getting to a place when I ran into you all, when I came out, I'm just mm-hmm. now getting to a place where I can work again, where I can be whole again, where mm-hmm. I can actually have fun mm-hmm. doing what it is that I do. Mm-hmm. I like Broadway Black. I want to continue to like it. But once I'm not liking it, I can't continue on. There's right. no way. Um, and so. I say all that to say that that's where I've been the past couple of months, but now I'm looking for people to be me. Yeah. Um, mm. So I'll be holding audition in the next couple of weeks uh, to find people that want to be a part of this mission. Not that not people that want to be famous or mm-hmm. be seen, but that really want to propel the mission of highlighting black people because we do not get the press that we deserve. Come we on. do not get the acknowledgement that we deserve on the stage, no yeah. matter how talented we are. And I was just saying this when I was watching the Tony nominations. We have to be A-list celebrities. Mm-hmm. Black people have to be A-list celebrities to get the same press that C-list Broadway stars get. Come mm-hmm. on. To be on CBS, to be on New York One, to be highlighted in the way that 
C-list mm. white celebrities or white Broadway stars are. You have to be an A-list celebrity. You have to be Denzel. Mm-hmm. You have to be Forrest Whitaker. You have to be, you know, Angela Bassett. Mm. And that's insane to me. That's insane. And so I'm trying to create a platform. And I'm not trying. I, I, I'm doing. Come on. Yeah. Speak it. Yeah, I'm speaking it. I'm not trying. I'm doing. I'm doing and I'm creating. And I have created a platform that highlights black people in a way that we should be highlighted. And I want to continue to do that on a on a pedestal mm. that is elevated, mm-hmm. um, that showcases our beauty, that mm-hmm. showcases our light. That reflects Broadway black. That reflects black. Broadway black. Exactly. So and it. A lot of people, you know, think about black theater. They think about the Chitlin Circuit, and I also want to talk about that too because um, I went to go see. I went to go see Set It Off Live. Oh Lord mm-hmm. Jesus! Mm-hmm. Oh. I went to go see Set It Off Live, y'all, for real. You like, did. You actually did mm-hmm. it for real. You did. And I took my friends. My God! Like me, my. Did you friends. go to brunch before you went? You should have probably went I, to brunch. I did have a, I mean, I did have a couple of drinks. So you went to brunch. Actually, I did go to brunch. Look at God. No, Very I much. really did go to brunch. Okay. We, and we took a cab from brunch. No, no, think about it. Me and Jerrica took a cab from brunch to Brooklyn. Set it off. My yeah, God. from Harlem to Brooklyn. We took a cab. Love and we it. were like, Lit. in that thing. Yes. Um, but I took my friends, me and uh, Crystal and, and Kid Fury. Oh, no, Kid Fury didn't go. Um, Crystal and Dustin and and Asante mm-hmm. and Fran, like we just went in there and we were like, what is going to happen? Lord, so you had to get lit up, uh-huh, just right. to set it all. Yes, we had to get right. <laughs> Like, because we knew, we already knew. Set it y'all felt your spirit. Y'all. So Set we got to, <laughs> no, listen, we Set got to all. the show, y'all. <laughs> Set it off. We got to the show and we like went in and like the show had already started. Like once we were in the lobby, was it late. was hundreds of people in the oh, lobby. Oh Lord Jesus, hundreds. Wait, of people I don't know in the why lobby. I feel my spirit. Like I'm so ready to laugh. Like <laughs> no, something about to happen. I'm listen. just going to start getting so hard. <laughs> hundreds of people in the lobby uh-huh. and the show has started. started. Like started, so like it was no like lights blinking. I don't, I don't know. To I don't know. I don't nothing. know if it was. It probably was, but people were still coming in. And, like, and they didn't wait for the people to get. No. Seated. Okay. But and I, even okay. after we got seated, there uh-huh. were people that were still coming in and, and getting seated, like at least thirty minutes. <gasps> into the time Lord that we got there. So at least 45 Lord minutes into people. the show. I love us. I love but us. For real. It I was love fine. For real. Okay, okay, okay. Nobody cared. Okay. Of course. Okay. No, nobody was annoyed. Nobody cared. Okay, good. Like the show kept going. Okay, okay. It was fine. Throughout the entire thing, uh-huh. people had their phones. They were recording. Yes. Like mm-hmm. there was no problem Nothing. recording the show. It was eating. No problem talking. No problem eating. Listen. Nothing. Like nothing was wrong. <laughs> you could do whatever. No Literally, whatever. This was the time for you to I mean, be you. Listen, okay. there, there were, get your life. There was vapor smoke. My God! No, like literally, <laughs> like you could smell like the vapor of weed in the air. What is happening? People like, probably on the phone. What you doing? Yeah, I'm gonna like, set it off. No, yeah. no, my friend Crystal was late, and I answered the phone. I can't. And I did not have a problem. <laughs> Listen to what I did not have a problem about right now. The phone. Take and it. you know, I go to a Broadway yes. theater at least two to three times a week. Uh-huh. I had no problem Hell saying, God. hello. <laughs> Hell, you should have just FaceTime for all that. <laughs> Look. Right. <laughs> and she called me and she said, um, 
Oh, the show, the show has started. Okay, the show has started. I'll text you. The show has started. I said, oh, it's fine. No, it's fine. fine. We can talk. What's up? What you doing, girl? What in the name, Jesus? Like it was a bomb party. I know you had fun. I had so much fun. The Brad, like she did, like verses from Ladies Night. I can't take it. The part where Cleo got shot was like hilarious. No. Yes, like this I gotta show you right. the clip. It gotta, shouldn't be clip. But this that sounds is my right. Favorite part of the movie. Listen, I got a clip when La- and Latoya was they acting. They wanted to switch it up. Latoya was acting when she said, "You know what's the motherfucking procedure when you, you got, got a your gun, gun to, to your head?" Yeah, uh-huh. like she went all the way in. She was Ooh. in the like she was acting. Okay, uh-huh. she was giving like, beats. She was giving a diaspora of beats. Listen, okay. I'm gonna show you the video because I, I got know it. You are. I got I'm it. Sure, you do. Like it was a. <laughs> Good black ass time. Help me, Lord. Help like, me, help me. So that's what, and I thought about it. Like, after it was like, I've, I grew up on the Chitlin circuit, mm-hmm, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. We went to go see Ain't No Man like the one I got. I can't, please stop. And, and please. Woman Thou Art Loose. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, we went to go see, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. talk these about are it. the plays that changed my life. I hear no lies. And yes. a lot of people, like, even I just had a conversation with Jordan E. Cooper. Jordan yes. Cooper, mm-hmm. um, he's a playwright. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. He's amazing playwright. Amazing. He's emerging right now. He's about to graduate from NYU. Mm-hmm. Yes, God. Like, next week, he's about to graduate. Yeah. And the new school. The new school. The new school. Oh, mm-hmm. it's not NYU. The, I'm sorry. The new school. The new, the new school. school. So he's graduating from the new school. Like next week, mm-hmm. and he also had a play at the uh, public theater um, mm-hmm. in the ain't no uh, more, ain't no more, mm-hmm. and it got rave reviews, rave reviews. But he he was uh, one of the teaching artists that I did on the uh, Broadway Week along with Amber. Yes, Amber. we did a Broadway Week at a school in Connecticut. And he was one of the teaching artists. And we sat down and had lunch afterwards. And he was saying to me, I would have never even been introduced to the theater mm-hmm. had it not been for those type of plays. Mm. That's he real. said Medea's so family real. reunion yeah. was, was his introduction. Like, he will always thank Tyler Perry because yeah. that was his that's introduction so to the theater. That's real. And we, we, that's us. We can't yeah. be mad at that. We cannot be mad at that because also that's... I love those plays. I hear you. you know what I mean? Like, and, and we've sort of been conditioned because we're in the business yeah. to be ashamed we're of that. Because sometimes folks get into a certain space in a certain place, start to get a little snobby. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, start yeah, yeah. themselves. No, I'm not doing that. Right, start I'm not smell- going there. Right, they start smelling themselves. Yes. And I'm like, You smell no. funky. Right, but Help. then I also started thinking about the Chitlin circuit. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about... A, a form of entertainment that has been created by black people and calling it the shithole. I know, mm-hmm. I know. Of I theater. Like, literally, a chitlin is the anus, the intestines. My God. He said, if you need to know, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to give you the full Seriously. Diaspora. I really, like, I mean, I mean, I had smoked a blunt or two, but I have really thought about Help this. Me, Lord. That's why I love Help like, me. No, seriously, That's I, I love thought about this. Like, why are we calling it? I smoked a blunt or two, but that don't mean nothing about what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The shithole. The shithole. I know. A theater. The Chitlin Circus. So it's a never-ending shithole. You was you was in that blunt. You- <laughs> <laughs> like, when I tell you, I really thought about this, Amber. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was pissed. Yeah, I can I tell. I was pissed I off. I can tell. I can see because now. Because that's I don't not who we that. are. No. Because we are a, a people that creates wonderful creations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we have wonderful ideas. Yeah. And the Chitlin Circuit, because we didn't have the knowledge or the technical terms uh-huh. or the, or the, the technical resources. The resources. Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. Right. Yeah. The resources. We pulled what we the had resources. to tell the stories we wanted to tell. Because it's still absolute brilliance. Yeah, it is. But we didn't have the resources. Mm-hmm. So just because difference. it doesn't have the technique, we got to stop calling it the Chitlin Circuit. I don't I like you. it. We got to come up with a new name for it. We and got, I don't I know what it is. I want to find out where it came from. What's your call? Actually, the Chitlin Circuit was 
it wasn't really theater. Uh-huh. It was like jazz. It was a circuit that black people could perform mm-hmm. um, that they could the, the houses they knew that they could go to and not right. have an issue. Mm-hmm. So it was like that was a Chitlin circuit. It was jazz. Why did we and like, call it Chitlin? You know, I want, vaudeville, you know? that yeah. type of thing. So why did we choose that it, word? It just. I want to. I'm gonna look it up. I'm I mean, because we was country. Yeah. We was black. So well, it, it could have been like, the cornbread circuit or the collard green circuit. I live for them. Or sweet potato pie them circuit. Them sound maybe, good. Maybe it didn't have the ring to it like maybe Chitlin, Chitlin did. Chitlin. Right, because it's they weren't ashamed of Chitlins. And we're not ashamed of Chitlins, but I'm just like now because everything is so socially conscious that I don't want to be. Referencing black people as the shithole of theater. If you say the damn shithole, because that's what it is, and I want y'all to realize that we call them black people shithole. Help God, help on the So what can we? You said you know, we got to come now, up with a new but name. Like, what will we come up with? So how about by, by the end of this episode, we'll we'll have a name. Maybe not the end of this episode. Maybe we can ask the people. Yeah. Oh, I like what, that. What can we call the 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 former Chitlin circuit? The Black People Theater, you know, that, that... Like the Gypsy Robe. We got a new name for the Gypsy Robe. What is the new name for the Gypsy Robe? It's robe? coming. It, it, they don't it have ain't, a they don't have But a we job. know that we're getting rid of Gypsy Robe. Right. So if we want to oh, get rid and of Chitlin... And white people are mad. Child. They're mad another. about the Gypsy Robe. Child. That's another... Like, we moving on. Deep? Find a child. We need a new Like, name. is it that deep, though? Uh, it's never that deep. Ever. To them, it is. I'm, I mean, I'm writing on our, uh, our, our Instagram live. We need a new name for the chitterling circuit. <laughs> the chitterling. The chitterling circuit. What will it be? <laughs> I don't know what it'll be, but, but we need something. We need. I'm we do curious need something. To hear these so answers. that like really that touched me mm-hmm. in a way because I saw set it off live and we had amazing time. Yeah, we had an amazing time, and they put their heart on that stage. Yes, and I can't be mad at that. You can't. Um, and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want, I don't know. I just want to know yeah. how we can, you know, rectify that. Rectify. Rect- oh, Lord. Not rectify. You did that. <laughs> you did that. Both of y'all. Go outside. Anyway. So we have caught up on where we've been, what we've been doing, what we've right. been producing. We're doing a lot. So we got a lot to talk about hot still. Hot topics. There are some hot topics. So y'all, we just like have that. N- y'all like the hot, I hot love pockets? That. I, I lived for it. Hot topics. <laughs> 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 She is cracking herself up, y'all. You got some good sound bites, and we're going to make it happen. Right. Listen, I can't wait till we record this. Oh, you know it's going to be bomb. Listen, I can Can we say that who's going to be making our... Is it official? Did you get a yes? It is official, yes. Shut up. But I don't know will. if I want to say. Okay, yeah, let's just wait. Okay. okay, we'll wait. We'll have them on the show. Okay, Yo, so we're somebody holding like off on really, so much. Somebody yes. like really important is making our theme song for mm-hmm. the show, and yes, I'm they like are. really, really excited. We finna have a song, but a anyway. real song, yeah. <laughs> a popping song, a popping song, and Amber gonna be singing on it. <laughs> so y'all know it's gonna be live. <laughs> <laughs> but so this past week the Tony nominations happened. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. They Tony happened. season. Yes, it is. I popped up at the right time. Right, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love Tony season. So mm-hmm. there's a lot that's happened in this past year. Yes, God. Um, Once on this island. Yes, God. Have you seen Once on this island? Yes, I have. I haven't yet. I have but seen. I will be next week. What you yes. think, Amber? I... You, you going next week? Mm-hmm. I'm going next week too. I'll come through. Oh, what day you going? I have no idea yet. So we can figure it out. Okay, what? who you going with? I was going to go by myself. Okay, so well, that means we going to go. Okay, right, right. Brother day, brother day, brother day. Right, so. Uh, with, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Boom. <laughs> Boom. I love what That's just happened. I love what just happened. Right. <laughs> but come on. I loved it. I'm not even gonna lie. 
I went in. I mean, What's on This Island is one of those musicals that I could probably sing the whole thing by myself from mm-hmm. top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I played Little T Moon when I was a little kid. I played Air Zuli a couple years ago. I yeah. love it. I know I have uh, typed myself out. I will never be regular size T Moon, and that's okay. I made my peace with the Lord. <laughs> I know I'm too big and too grown, but I love that show with all of my might it's and so power. Good. And I went in. I wasn't skeptical. I was just like, oh, Lord, what's going to happen? And I was pleasantly surprised. I loved it. There's some elements. I mean, I don't want to ruin it for the show, but there was, um, for people who haven't seen the show, but there was literally elements of it. I said, well, wait a minute. What's happening? What's ha- Did y'all just blow my wig back literally? <laughs> my edges, I didn't jail both sides. <laughs> Duh, I mean, they are doing some things in that theater that are, uh, yes, you, I, I can't mean, wait. It's, it's, first of all, it's in the round. They use every inch of that theater and that space. Yeah. The, I mean, there are just some things that you just, you got to get to to New York to circle in the square and see because I know it's gonna tour I don't know if all of those elements will be able to translate like you can't just put a theater in a circle if it's not in a circle right, right, so right. I don't know if it'll be in the round when it tours and if all of those elements will be able to be um fully translated into all these regional theaters but when I tell you it was a magical magical wonderful night in the theater I had a blast. Ooh, so I can't wait I for you boys to see moments. it and then come back and tell me what you think. I can't wait either. I like I, 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 because I haven't been seeing theater. Yes. Mm-hmm. I haven't been. Mm-hmm. Um, I just couldn't bring myself to go. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting to go. And I was going to buy tickets last week. Um, and I text Alex and I was like, Alex, I'm coming today. Um, but I couldn't get the tickets that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I was pissed. I wanted to be on the stage. And so like the Tony, nom- Tony nominations happened and, um, I don't. Okay, we'll, we'll, let's talk about the Tony nomination. Oh, come back. Because I, I want to acknowledge the people Go that see have been mm-hmm. um, nominated. Yes. Yes. I want to talk about mm-hmm. people that have been nominated because I do want to address who I feel is should have been nominated. But I want to talk about people that have been nominated. So, um, Haley Kilgore. Yes. Hashtag Young Haley. Like, she's amazing. Can I just say that like, I love the fact that this year we have both Haley and LaShawn's nominated in the same, in the same category. Year. Yes, LaShawn's for Donna. Yes. And Haley for Once on the Island, the I love show that. the role that LaShawn's originated. originated. That's so right. Which is really that's phenomenal. So dope. That's, that's and the fact that Leah is in Once on this Island and the fact that they moved LaShawn's from categories because right. she was up again. It, the circle wow. is it's so ridiculous. crazy this year. Yeah. But it's awesome. So wow. yeah, just Once on this Island is 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 nominated for some amazing things. Um, also, uh, George C. Wolf is nominated for Iceman Cometh for and directing Denzel. that show. Denzel mm-hmm. for that show was. We all we went. <laughs> we and Amber went to opening night y'all. of Iceman Cometh. Y'all, the with show Denzel. is three hours and forty five minutes I with can't. three intermissions. I can't. Three intermissions. Y'all. Y'all. I had a photo shoot Listen. during. Shut one of the apps. Shut up. <laughs> like, I had to run and get a snack between one of them. <laughs> y'all, I was tipping to the like, store to get was, a snack. But it I, was good. It was great. Like, I was pleasantly surprised. I had never read Iceman Comet. Heard about it forever because it's a classic, but had never gotten to experience it in And you experienced all three hours and listen, 45 minutes. Listen, I felt like Child. at the end, the cash should clap for us. On we opening made night, right. Listen. And then me and Drew went to that good old after party. Listen, when y'all, I seafood. Y'all, they had 
had all you we could eat. We were at Del Monaco's. I was so mad. I was so mad looking at that Instagram Yo. stories. When I tell you it was lobster, crab, and shrimp as far as I could Steak see. Steak and roast beef. Listen. Can y'all make me a plate? Filet, like everything wait, you could. Wait, we was in the theater, and I said, after this three hours and 45, I better see a whole prime rib, ribeye cow. Hey, sure enough. I, when we got there, when I tell you it was but a whole cow. hold on. Cow. What time did it start? If it's 3. 4.30. 4.30. They said, look. Yes. We know what we about to put y'all through. Listen. So we go ahead and open it before we walked 30. out, it was 8.30. I said, Jesus Christ, it's, the sun has gone. Oh, Listen. my gosh, Listen. And it, wasn't even, and it wasn't even like any like press stuff that would leave, normally no. take up a lot of the time. There was no, no it carpet. Was the show. There was no, it was no announcement know. before the show. It was right. just four hours. Ago. It was just like, that's deep. Here's the show. Yeah. One, of the, one of the intermissions was only five minutes. It was a stretch break. You right. couldn't pee. Like, it was just so you could stretch your legs and get your toes wiggling. Like, right. hold on, wait. Did they say? Oh, yes. You know, it so, says, so make sure you don't go. It says it's two 10-minute breaks. This is and not then the bathroom it said, break. This one is a swift. She's swift, honey. Right, this is just stretch. a change. Do a yoga pose. We know what y'all right. want to do. Stretch your leg. Nope. You ain't peeing on this one. Not, not at all. Not at all. I'll not rebuke today. it. Listen. Right. You better stay your ass in the seat. Okay. Right, exactly. <laughs> and stretch them legs from your seat. Right. <laughs> so that happened. We had a great time. So George C. Wolf and Denzel are nominated for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Condola Rashad. Yes, four-time mm. Tony nominee. This is her fourth, fourth Tony nomination. Girl, I really feel like one. she's going to win just it. Just let me borrow And one do you realize if she wins this award, she is the, um, she, her mother won the first one for this mm. award, for the first oh. black woman to mm. win a leading actress in a play award. That. And so if she wins this one, it will be following in her mother's footsteps. That's it will also awesome. be her first Tony. Her mother's, yeah. this was her mother's first Tony as well. So it's just like, the stars are all these full moments. Wow. Like, I just love that. So, um, Condola's nominated for St. Joan, which is also Manhattan Theater Club. Come through. Yeah. Come through. Uh, and she is best leading actress in a play for St. Joan. Yeah, I just so want to say I'm real really quick, something that super touched my heart. It mm-hmm. was uh, a video of opening night for St. Joan. And they were just like interviewing like people who were there on a the carpet. And Debbie Allen, her aunt, uh-huh. was just talking about just how excited she is and the family is. And y'all literally... She she was saying that I cannot wait to see that curtain open and seeing Condola there, and she started breaking down. It moved me so. I was right there. Much so that was so sweet. beautiful because, yeah. like me, I'm thinking, oh, like these people are like royalty. They've done so much. They continue to do so much, and it just reminded me that this is a dynamic ass family. Yeah, yeah. filled with so much love. It, it was really such is. a beautiful moment That's to see beautiful. that. Let's also congratulate uh, Lauren Ridolph. Yes. Yes, that's Children of a Lesser God. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. She is nominated for uh, Best Actress in a Leading Role for a Play as well. Um, congratulate her. That's amazing. Kenny Leon directs Kenny that Leon, show. Kenny Leon, yes. Mm-hmm. And then we go over to Lobby Hero. We got Brian Tyree Henry mm-hmm. nominated for a Tony. His is first. Is that his first Tony? This is Tony? his first Tony nomination. Okay, but he was it. also in, a lot of people don't know that he also originated the role. Rolling Book of Mormon. Right, Mormon. the general. He was the general mm-hmm. in the Book of Mormon. People don't know. They be sleeping on it. Right, and so he started in the theater. And yes, then he people don't know that. They be like, oh, he Come can on. sing. Yeah. Yes. Brian's that's actually, like, that's so funny to me that like with TV and film, oh like that's when everybody knows it's somebody. When Brandon Victor Dixon was on Jesus Christ Superstar, they was like, who the one from Power? I was like, like no. 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 No, no, no. People didn't know Audra could sing when she was on pri- uh, pri- what was the practice show? Private practice, Pri- yeah. They was like, that's oh, that's so the lady from crazy. Private Practice. No, that's no, the queen not. of Broadway. Right. She's Hello. the queen. Six, Welcome. Six, six times. Come on now. Tony nominated. Tony the winner. If Listen, you need to know. Y'all gotta start Googling y'all favorites because y'all right. gonna find out some things y'all don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, Brian's actually the person that one of the people that convinced me to move to New York and like what? told me when when I had mm-hmm. was visiting um, we were all at a get together and he was just like um, along with a couple of other people were just telling me like 
yeah, you need to get here. This is how you do it. Move in the wintertime when nobody's like, you know, looking for an apartment. That's like, real. Find some, some, something good. He dropped the like, gym with that Lord one. Lord knows yeah, I moved okay. in January in the cold. So like that next year I moved. Um, mm-hmm. so he was like one of the people that really encouraged me. So I'm really proud of him. Mm. I'm really excited. Like when I seen him at the press uh, event for Lobby, he was like, Drew, what's up? Because I hadn't seen him in so, so long. So it, was, it was really good to catch Come up through. with him. Uh, also, we have, um, oh, don't get me the lion. Don't um, lie. We got you. Tell the truth, shame the devil. Don't give me the lion. Uh, so we said Lashans. We also yes. said Ariana DeBose. Both of them for, for summer. Donna. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joshua Henry as well for Carousel. Uh, I'm so excited for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't his first nomination, but I really feel like he's going to get this one. Speaking he, of existence, he did that. Really, yeah, he really. really I, I'm he, seeing it on Tuesday. He did that. Ooh, like ooh, ooh, in it the with. entire time. Oh, for ain't nobody special. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's no. not a date. I mean, oh, okay. you know, I'm single and ready to mingle. Uh, single and ready to mingle. That's what, what the bio say. No, no, I'm not mingling. Okay. Not mingling. Okay, okay, okay. She just enjoying the play. Hate, <laughs> that's what that gives. I hate both of them. I'm just enjoying this music. Um, we also need to Noma. From um, the Harry Potter play. Oh yeah, have y'all seen that? Okay, I don't know nothing about Harry Potter. Neither do I. But I heard that production is spectacular. And it's two of them, right? Yeah, it's two parts. It's two parts. So why are they doing this to us? And also, Angels in America is eight hours. Why are they doing this to us? You got to go on like different days. Like you got to buy a ticket for Tuesday and Friday or something. That's so crazy. Yeah. 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 Because they don't do two shows every day. So if you only go on Thursday, you're not going to get You're going to be ass on out. Oh, no. Listen, oh, no, man. I got to read a book first. Or a book. Right. But, like, okay. I'm I'm excited to see this Harry Potter because I've heard it's, like, the things that they are doing on stage. You're like, Did you what? see the video of her saying what it means to her to be on Broadway? And she was getting no. emotional. Oh, my gosh. She was just saying, like, when they asked her. Mm-hmm. She just broke down. Like, mm-hmm. she was like, I'm really just not thinking about it. I'm on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was a big deal for her. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's a big deal for a lot of us, you know, to be able to make that mark and be on Broadway or be attached to a Broadway show and, like, really, and then be nominated for a Tony on top of that, which mm-hmm. is one of the highest honors mm-hmm. um, right now. That's amazing. Because it will be a, another higher honor coming soon. Um, Come on, higher honor. I'm just saying, Broadway Black is is working. Oh right, I don't know why I thought you meant she was get going it. to the kingdom, like a higher honor, like she was gonna get her crown. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, but the thing is, I was just saying, Come on, higher honor, like, <laughs> like you ready for her to go on the glory? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you can wait for her to go on home to glory. Like, I thought she was like she might get this Tony, but in heaven she gonna get a crown. <laughs> that in your spirit even if it, if you ain't know what it meant you still felt it in your spirit I was like she don't get her wings and her crown oh my god Ooh. that's a word oh Ooh. god just in case oh, you don't that, get your Tony just... you gonna get your crown Ooh, that, took that took me in Woo. That that my bad I'm sorry I didn't mean I didn't know what you was talking about oh god I can't with you <laughs> oh, but yes you too Come churchy on. for your own good I can't <laughs> Cause that, that sent you in. I got it. Yes, yes, yes. yes, God. My God. Oh my God. We also need to talk about um, all of the the songwriters on SpongeBob. So there's listen, Ti and Deaconess Yolanda Adams. Yolanda Adams, John Legend, come through. There are a lot of you know black songwriters on the SpongeBob that are nominated for Tonys. I'm fine now. So congratulations to them. Like this is the first come on through. I mean, they really people really trying to get the egots right now. Yes, like they really that's trying to really real for real they're really trying to really get the real. I read it actually the last time we recorded 
Um, we ran into. We was in an elevator with John Legend. Oh, yes, yes, we sure we were. were. The last time we had, <laughs> yes, we were. We didn't record that, but we were supposed to record. But we had a meeting that day. Lord have mercy. But mm-hmm. we were in an elevator with John Legend. I was like, John, when are you coming to Broadway? And he was like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. You know, his oh modest self. Oh, I don't know. You know, no, he knows. Right now, he's working on trying to get Turn Me Loose to Broadway, the, mm-hmm. the off Broadway show that they yes. had with Joe Morton, which was really good, great. It's it's uh, about the life of Dick Gregory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and. That was off Broadway, and Dick Gregory was alive. I remember seeing that, and and mm. seeing Dick Gregory, and 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 um, I have pictures of Dick Gregory and John Legend and and Ben Vereen together, and you know all those people. So it was just like really great. And now Dick, Dick Gregory has passed. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be even more of a tribute to yeah, have that so show special. on Broadway. And, and Joe Morton is amazing in that show. But that's so crazy that we ran into John literally, Legend yeah, in the elevator. Literally, we were like coming here the mm-hmm, last time. Mm-hmm, then he was like walking right on by mm-hmm. us, and then leaving. There he right. is. Come on, universe. Dang, like, Left. I should have left with y'all. God you should have left with us. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Just That's right okay. there in the elevator. God's going to put it in him in my atmosphere. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but he did so good in Jesus Christ Superstar. Can we talk about that? Oh, we forgot that. Yeah. Like, that mm-hmm. was a big event. Shout out to our brother, though, Brandon Victor Dixon, our Broadway brother holding us Brandon down, Brandon Victor Dixon. Sank his whole throat loose. I've never seen him First of all, like that. he was the bishop of the biceps and the pastor of <laughs> yes, Victoria. Yes, Every single Listen. comment I saw on Facebook, on Listen. Twitter, on Instagram, everyone was getting their lives. I, and I was keeping timestamps on how long it took him to take off take that, that jacket. <laughs> I, I saw was, you. I, it took until 9.54. I still remember. <laughs> they made me wait a whole hour and 54-ass minutes before he, he took that damn covered. jacket off. He was swaddled I said, take it off, sir. You know why I'm here. You know what I came for. <laughs> Give it to Give me now. Give it to me now. But he did that. Listen. John did that. You know, they, they optioned down a lot of them songs. Please go outside. <laughs> they did, though. I'm not having this with you. I'm not. But they did. Praise God. And so I'm glad that they did so that he was comfortably <laughs> able to execute. And <laughs> Amber. She, that took her out. Y'all should see it right now. She under the table. No, but I'm excited that they did that for him because yes, yes, it was better yes. for him to, to not be straining. This is true. Don't have to strain. Right. You're Jesus. You should, it's you should have to, Right. You should be able to just, you know what I'm saying, put it on the cross. Uh-uh. Go outside. <laughs> Lay it down. Lay your burdens down. You shouldn't even have to do nothing. Like, the, the options should be down. I hate you. <laughs> Yes, you are lay, on a roll. Lay your options. You are down. on a roll. Help me, help me, Lord. So yes, I'm so glad that that happened. And all my friends, Michael oh Kilgore, Felicia oh, Oswell, Winter. Yes, like they were that's nailing such a beautiful it. Thing. Yes, and that's sad. Melody, like that whole, you said that's, oh, that's sad. That's sad. I thought that's you said sad. that's sad. I'm like, no, our no, no, friends no, no. was yeah. in there. No, that, that, it was Come far through. from sad. It was absolutely amazing. And yeah. I don't even like Jesus Christ Superstar. I had never seen it honestly. I do not like the musical. It's it's not a good musical. For me, okay. I don't really care for Andrew Lord Webber anything. Oh my God! Um, Speak your truth, sir. No, seriously, he I just, is. I just like the only thing I can really get with is maybe Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, and that's because it's I've so campy. Yeah, it's so like cheesy that I love it. Okay, um, Phantom of the Opera, I like some of the numbers in there, but mm-hmm. I'm not like a full spectacle sit through the whole entire thing. Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. Andrew Lord Cats is not even a number for me that I can even get through. Um, like, there's nothing Andrew Lloyd Webber that I'm like... Like, ooh, I gotta see that. Right. Like, that does something like, to me. Right, And mm-hmm. so I'd be confused about people that go up for him. Oh. I'd really be confused. No, I'd tell me. Confused. Please tell know. me. I don't know any... Neither Somebody? Do I. Anybody? No, no, I don't know his work like that, so I can't. If you are a listener and you like Andrew Lloyd Webber and you are a black person, I, I need you to... And, and like, I need you to... to no, I really do. I need you to, like, sculpt it for me, you Not know? Sculpt. I sort of like Let Phantom, me see it. But I don't really like Evita. I've never seen Phantom. Oh, I, no, okay, I like Evita. Okay. okay. Not the whole yes. thing. Wait, what parts of Evita? You, the Evita parts. Wait, shut your whole mouth. <laughs> 
I can't. I like you the like Avita part. You like that one song she sang? Right. I can't with you. Right. We need it doesn't do matter what those morons sing. Well, okay, sir. Our nation here is a feeble crew. <laughs> like, I like, you know, certain mm-hmm, parts. Like, mm-hmm. Patti LaPone goes yes. in. No, I'm she did. You. Like, I'm with you. She I'm, did. I'm here for that. Okay. But... Not the whole thing. I, please move on to the next hot topic. Yo, Mandy, <laughs> it's, I mean, well, we got more. I know we got more hot topics. I'm oh like, Lord. oh my god, like, okay, go on. Okay, okay, done. Keep going. Uh huh. I, I mean, I, just, I keep wanting to talk about Evita because, but anyway, uh-huh. we'll keep moving. Praise God. Um, so speaking of, we talked about all the Tony nominations for yeah. the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, mean Girls is leading the way with 12 yeah. Tony nominations. Once on this island has a lot of Tony nominations. Mm-hmm. SpongeBob has 12. SpongeBob, I think, too. yeah, SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. I'm acting like fucking. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> Catherine McPhee. Right. Spoon spoon If she do this one more time, I said, if she do this one more time, I said, ma'am, did you go to brunch before you went to the <laughs> <laughs> I ass went to brunch too. She had a diaspora of the brunch. <laughs> she was up there talking about spoon spoon. <laughs> I said, lady, if you don't get your words together, Lord right. have mercy. But let's talk about who we were surprised that they didn't. Hashtag say. justice for Kanita. Listen, mm-hmm. Kanita Listen. Miller. You gonna see it once mm-hmm. once on this island. When this we week? see this week, yeah. yeah. But Kanita does like I even saw. She's giving her you every in, moment. Um, Bella. Listen. Oh my God. That's my girl. Uh-huh. I'm president of Kanita Miller. During the times mm-hmm. that I was awake during Bella, Kanita did some amazing Listen, work. Kanita, I saw Kanita on the behind the sneak peek of Bubbly Black Girl behind Nikki James, and when I tell you, I said, look, y'all, look at that girl living her life, being the epitome of a bubbly black Listen, girl. Listen. Oh, I can't. Y'all, justice for Kanita. It's gonna happen, Kanita. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It was. It was Kanita and. And uh, Yvette, um, uh, I can't even think of her whole name right now, uh, in Chicago. Natasha. Natasha Yvette, Yvette. Williams. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Natasha Yvette Williams, Kanita Miller, and, and Bella were like dynamic. Yeah. And, mm. and they had, like, they were grounded. Love um, I love, love, love them in that. Kanita and Once on This Island is, is, ta- is, is the talk of a lot of mm-hmm. people. I saw like, hashtag justice for Kanita several times. It's wow. a real thing. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Alex Newell. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's been the talk of the town yeah. for Months and months and months. Like, he's been on every news show. Like, he's keep, been doing keep the Keep going press. with once on his like, Camille A. Brown. Camille A. Brown, the choreographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The choreographer. That's deep. Like, I'm I'm confused. Child. I am confused. Bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. Yes. I don't understand it. I mean, so there were people that we were just like, what's going on? And then also, I mean, I was, I totally wanted to see uh, Lily Cooper. I know. Mm-hmm. You know, Lily Cooper was another one SpongeBob. that I really wanted to see. Yeah. Um, there were just people that I was just like, what's happening mm-hmm. here? Yeah. Um, but you know, that's why we, and a lot of people were saying that's why we have to have our own award show, mm-hmm. um, which we will be making happen. We'll be making that happen. Talk Look about it. Um, so I'm excited about that. But yeah, so the Tony nominations came out. We're excited to happen, uh, to ha- excited to see the Tony uh, Awards on June the 10th. June mm-hmm. the 10th. A Sunday, June the 10th. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all ready. I can't wait to get my outfit together. Yes, I think I'm going to do a party. Mm-hmm. Come on, come through party. I mean, we usually do a party, but like this year, since I wasn't really active in the season, mm-hmm. um, I was like debating whether or not I was going to do it. But I think I'm going to do like, a small, mm-hmm. intimate 20 people party, mm-hmm. catered dinner. We're going to have uh, shrimp and lobster and crabs like we had. Well, we could, you okay. know. I mean, the That's... ticket prices will be higher. That's fine. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you know, we got that. But, <laughs> Boom. You know, um, we could definitely do that. I don't have an issue because well, I like you. to be bougie. I don't have an issue. So we can have brunch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, real listen, deal. Hello? You know, I'm about a brunch. Listen. 
Um, so yeah, that could definitely work work itself out. So I'm I'm looking towards that, and we'll see what's happening over the next week or so. Um, but yeah, so let's also talk about um, no, where we finna go. I'm nervous. Where we're going now to? Oh lord, we about to go there. Oh, the colors are taking all oh, of the jobs. Oh Jesus, that wore me. Out. I don't have no time for white people right now. Please, Lord. The colors that are taking me all of the jobs, all y'all. the way out. They're taking all of the jobs. So it's been a big thing over the past couple of weeks. Um, there was a post on Audition Update that people were really talking about. Oh. Um, and this is the post. I'm going to read it. It said, Please Don't Kill it. Me. That's the name. Of, that's the title of the you post. Because you already you know. Wrong. You already you are know. Wrong. Right. You might as well have said, I'm, not, say, racist, I'm not racist. But. But, right. I know this question will spark a lot of controversy, but I need to ask. Is there anywhere that proves that, at least in documented union statistics, that there are more unemployed people of color than Caucasian? Yes, bitch, it does. It exists. I will never disregard the hardships people of color have and still go gone You just did. But I feel like to say people of color have less opportunities in theater may not entirely be accurate. It's wrong, bitch. Especially in today's climate. Just because there are more roles for white people doesn't mean more percentage of white people are working. I don't know everyone in the business, but all my friends who are a person of color Because you got three black friends! If even at Sorry, I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm hot. To keep going. All of my friends who are a person of color don't seem to have problems getting work. I'm oh honestly asking if there are statistics to prove. Oh. That's all. Why? Can I just Here share, like, literally where Why I checked out? People? Let's go mm-hmm. back to it. What I checked out in the first word. What she say? She said, just because there are more roles written for white people doesn't mean more percentage of white Please people are go working. Have a that seat sentence makes in some no sense. What? what are you talking like, about? Girl, you sound like dumbness. Hello? A in diaspora of dumbness. <laughs> <laughs> the flesh. I don't understand. I, I really, really don't it. understand. I was like, do I have to finish reading this? I don't get it. I'm I'm honestly confused. I can't. Um, Why are y'all mad? Why are y'all mad? But this is like the same thing that happened with the Hamilton auditions where people were mad because it said specifically people of color were to audition. Listen. And even people are still mad and say, like even today I saw a question on a message board on a Mm -hmm. Facebook group Mm -hmm. saying that um, can a white person play Hamilton? And people were, like, really debating, like, well, I don't see it's an issue. He's originally a white man, and this show, like, there's no specific uh, color or race for this character, so anybody should be able to play Hamilton. But yeah. it's like, no, it was written One for— One of our swings was white, and he played Hamilton. But that's oh, really? Swing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a swing. But, but it, it was weird, because his, is, his last name is Vasquez. Uh, so, so he played it. You he played, he played, played, played it. Card. He played mm-hmm. that card. But he is not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He a white Latino. Uh-huh. But not a Latino at all. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's just the name. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Ooh, but it's no, like, he did. It's he, like did. He, did. he did. He did. He said, "I know how I can work." He said, this. I'm gonna change my official I know how equity I can name to Vasquez. This. But no, here's the thing. So <laughs> that is his real last name. While we were on the tour, he did the like ancestry and me, twenty three and me, and found out. Zero. He is Ooh. white as hell. And what we were talking about is the rumor in his family is that his grandmother may have like lied about who she thought Ooh. of her. You better spill the tea. The so man they got was. the last name. So she got the last name thinking, oh, that's the one. But man. it ain't. So it just grandma, passed it. Grandma was in the street. Grandma was in the streets. Yes. This is my type of episode. Listen, this is Spill it. Listen. Spill it. So we have had, but he, you know, he wasn't cast to play Hamilton. Right, he was but, a swing. So we have had a white Hamilton. Ooh, yes. that's crazy. Scandalous. But why y'all mad? Because we got one role, like one show. Right. Like, why like, y'all mad? 
Y'all got y'all just white tears and privilege. You just gotta have everything. It's so many. We can't right. have one thing to ask. Hello. It's like the N word. We asked, it's nineteen thousand words in the diaspora of words, and we said this one word right. y'all can't say, and y'all mad. Y'all, y'all, y'all want it? You, you gotta have everything. Listen, I'm just trying to play Bobby and Company. Please, okay. Like, Live your life. Can I? Can I? Can mm-hmm. I? Can I be Tracy Turnblad? Uh, uh, uh. Okay, I'm <laughs> No, you can't. No, you cannot. <laughs> she would be lit as hell. <laughs> I sing that a lot of them songs. <laughs> Get your life. Get your life. Uh, 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 I can't do it. <laughs> but y'all, so this is these are real things that we have to Help deal me. with in the industry where yes, white people feel as though that they are so entitled to everything. <sighs> And, like, anything they're not getting anything at all. So here's the thing, like, instantly where my mom went to. So I just came uh, out of a workshop at MTC mm-hmm. for a new play of mine. And seven characters, just one character is white. Wouldn't you know, in terms of casting this white character, it was so Hard, really. Mm. It was the reason, but here's why it was so hard. Nobody wanted to say nigger or something. No, 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 no. Because every single white person was booked. Ah, oh, so we had wow. to go through per- like it was so difficult because every single body was booked. And then here's the thing about privilege. The one of the one of the first people who we went to. This character in my play is in the first scene. Okay. And it's a workshop, so you know shit is going to change. It's going to be mm-hmm. moved around. He may be in it more. He may yeah. not be in it at, at all. all. He might get cut. But sure enough, he read the play, that draft, and just saw he was in the first scene. He literally asked, out of a 29-hour workshop, can I be there for about five hours? Wow. He said, I don't have time today. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. To be there because yes. I'm not in this play now, a lot. Now, as many times as my black ass has been a token in a play that had two lines, one page, and you did screaming, the entire time. Listen, that, like that blew my mind. Like the 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 level of privilege is out of this world. Honey. So to hear that, to read, I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking? And I agree, she probably has not three, probably one, one black, black friend. friend. And that black friend been booked working. all year. Exactly. And she mad. So look at this, all the black people, all the blacks are what working. Is that even? And the thing about it is people don't, people, it's just so small minded. Like if you look at Broadway right now, look at the number of black plays on Broadway. You won't find one. Right. Because there isn't one. Right. If it's not an August Wilson show, we we don't ha- we don't mm-hmm. do plays on Broadway. Right. Because there's one musical hand Hamilton, and there's a sprinkling of us in other musicals. You're like, oh my God, the black people are taking over, but we're really not. Right, not at all. But we're really Think about those regional theaters. Listen, Think about those off-Broadway listen. theaters. Think and about those off-off-Broadway theaters. A Broadway theaters. season is one whole year. Look at the year before it and look at what's coming next year. Mm-hmm. And you will see the shift and change. It's so swift. Y'all really mad because we got one show that y'all really want to be in. Oh, but, and you can't be in it. But wait till they see you. They're going to be mad. Well, stop trying to spill the tea. Ah! <laughs> put, the lifting, put the lifting back in the box. Mad. But since we are on the subject of white people doing stuff they're not supposed to do, uh, uh well, Sierra, that's what we going next. Oh, I got she you on, on the list. So how you say her name? I don't even care about her name. I don't know. Bogus. Sierra I don't bogus. even care about it's, her it's name. It's bogus. bogus. All of it's okay, bogus. Okay, Sierra Bogus. No, I don't know if that's how she can pronounce it. What we gonna say? That's what we gonna say. I can. That's what we gonna do today. Sierra Bogus decided that it was okay for her, even though she already knew that it was not okay for her to play Maria. Was it Maria? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. Maria. In West Side, West Side Story. Story. Mm-hmm. Like, she was going to do a concert version. But even though she already did a video interview with Broadway.com saying that 
the part that was that was not right for her that she played was Maria in West Side Story, mm-hmm. and she doesn't know why she got cast as that, but she did it. Of course. And and then she, she came back. In the video, they asked her a bunch of questions like, what was your favorite this? What was your favorite that? And then they said, what, sh- what role should you not have played? And she said, I shouldn't have played Maria because I'm not Puerto Rican. And so, like, whole, why are you coming back? There's a video that exists of mm-hmm. you speaking it from your mouth. My right. God, so from- you knew. That's the thing that got me. It wasn't like you didn't know that you felt like, oh, well, it's just a concert version. I could have even like, well, maybe she was like, I could have given her the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's just a concert version. I'm doing, I'm not doing a full stage production. I'm just singing the songs. Mm-hmm. If in her mind that sort of what like made sense to her, I could have got behind that and be like, okay, she just didn't know. But, still, but oh, you, you know. said it out your mouth. And here's the thing, and I said something about it on Facebook. I don't understand why, just because it's a concert, all the rules are off the table. Right. The only time you need to be singing them songs is if you are in your shower. Come through. Or if you decide to do an album or a CD of your favorite Broadway classics. Come through. If it's not your album or your shower, go outside. Right. Stop saying that just because a concert. A concert is still an opportunity for representation. Right. Mm-hmm. A concert is still an opportunity for a young Latina, a young Puerto Rican child in the audience to look up on stage and see a face that looks like hers. Stop saying that just because it's a concert that we should just close our eyes. That's foolish. Look. What happened? Just Who look at that comment. Antoine. Right, you know it's Antoine. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He said because she wouldn't do a concert version of Seeley. Sit down. Hello. <laughs> Speak truth to life. Y'all. I like, exactly. I just, stop saying that. Oh, it's just a concert. Oh, it's just my ass. Stop saying this. Mm-hmm. It's still an opportunity. When people are up underrepresented, it's still an opportunity for representation. Exactly. It's still an opportunity to tell a story. So stop with that. It's just a concert. Stop and so now that. she's released. She released a statement. Child, because um, saying told that she her was to. right. Not exactly. somebody. But, a lot of bodies. And this is what so this hot. is what sort of confused me was that people were applauding this statement. Like, girl, no, you you knew what you was doing. Yeah. So okay. this is the statement. She said last week it was announced that I will be singing in a concert of West Side Story at Royal Albert Hall for the BBC Proms in London because it was a concert presentation and not the show proper. I had signed on to to lend my voice to honor Leonard Bernstein uh, in his centennial this year. With an orchestra I have loved singing with for years, following in the long list of sopranos who have all sung the score before. All all these excuses, bitch. Mm -hmm. I'm not here for it. All these excuses that you're trying to lead up to the fact that you're not doing it. Like, well, this is the reason why. Like, I could have got with all of that if you had not said out of your own mouth that it was inappropriate you for you to do it. But anyway, this is also what she said. She said, after much reflection... Bitch, bye. <laughs> I've realized that if <laughs> I were to do this concert, it would once again deny Latinas the opportunity to sing this score as well as deny the importance, <laughs> all capital, the of seeing themselves represented on stage. You didn't reflect until your Twitter mentions blew the hell up right. and somebody called your somebody. And that would be a huge mistake. Since the announcement of this concert, I have had many conversations about why this is a crucial time now more than ever to not perpetrate the miscasting of this show I apo- now more than bitch it was never a time <laughs> when was it like it was never a time it you, was, might, you know when the time it, was when the time were, was when that contract came across that table with that, that fee oh, with that salary oh, and she said oh I got a dress I, I, I that's got time a check. I got time today right mm. she wanted that check how do y'all not know? It's 2018. Y'all still don't know? She said, and I apologize for not coming to this realization sooner. And as an artist, I must ask myself how I can best serve the world. And in this case, my choice is clearer than ever to step aside. And, <laughs> bitch, step aside. 
<laughs> Look, I'm, this is a cold read, but I'm processing it as I go along. But <laughs> to step aside and allow an opportunity to correct a wrong that has been done for years with this show in particular. A wrong that you just did because you That said you didn't have that- no problem. I'm being sweet, a wrong. I'm so mm. sweet. I'm so sweet. I have therefore withdrawn myself from this concert and I look forward to continuing to be a voice for change in our community and our world. She said continuing to be a voice as if she ever, yes, ever she was. was a Please voice. sit down. Like, girl, don't nobody know you? Please. We barely remember you from the Little Mermaid. Barely. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> barely. Shit. <laughs> I can't. I'm not giving her no more time. We on. We on to the next. We, we reclaiming our time. So tell My us, girl. what was your favorite show from this past season? What have you seen? I'm going to say, first off, before anybody else says it, uh, the uh, uh, schoolgirls. Oh, I knew you were going to say play. that. Oh, I missed it because I was gone, but it's coming back. It's coming so back. Come through, Jocelyn. Jocelyn Beal. Come through, Jocelyn. <laughs> she did that. Yeah. Like, I was literally on the edge of my seat, and, like, what was so... I had to tell her afterwards, because I was at... Uh, at, at opening, mm-hmm. I had to tell her, like, literally, Jocelyn, you were able to, like, create this amazing ass story and it has so much humor in it. It has so much humor in it but when it cut you, mm. it mm-hmm. cut you. And I was like, wow, like, literally as a writer myself, I'm like, ooh, I see the structure and the craft and I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. It was breathtaking. Like, cause I was laughing and laughing until I'm like, damn, this hurt. Yes. This hurt. <laughs> Why you do me yes. like that, Jocelyn? It was fire. Yeah. It was fire. Yeah. So you took mine. So what's yours? Oh, I got one. What's yours? Okay, so this was not my favorite um, show, but this was my favorite moment. And the fact that I got to see it live just just bless my soul. Mm-hmm. I got to see Aisha Jackson make ah! her debut. Oh, my gosh. As Princess Anna in Frozen. I got the call. I think the show was at 7 o'clock, and she called me at 6. Mm-hmm. I had just come from the um, the gym, y'all. I, had, I, I hardly had time to get a cold pop. And wash my ass. Man. When I tell you I jumped on that train and got that ticket and sat third row and got to watch, y'all, I mean, the tears, just screaming and crying the whole time, getting to see that little chocolate girl. And, y'all, there were two chocolate princesses who were sitting on the second row. Mm. They both came dressed as Elsa. And at intermission, we were talking to their mama, and their mama said, well, who's y'all favorite princess? She said, oh, it's Princess Anna. Like, just yes. them watching Aisha, who oh. looks just like them, the just these chocolate drops looking oh. up at this y'all I'm the tears yeah. the crying yes. the, I made so many white people mad because the screaming that I have done yes. at my little sis y'all that was a beautiful night oh, I love oh it was a beautiful night and her family had just come up here because for the opening and they had like just gone back on Tuesday and the fact that she made her debut like Thursday I was like I gotta go I gotta represent Support, her family yeah. I gotta take pictures and videos mm-hmm. oh my god it was such a beautiful moment oh I love that oh it was so beautiful oh, shout out to her Oh, Aisha Jackson over there making white people mad, girl. Yeah. Do it. Shout out to Jelani, too. Cause yes, he Jelani. Oh, too. child. In of a show that got to talk, it's no man. Y'all right. mad because black Because he's playing Kristoff. Go outside. Hashtag stay mad. Hashtag yeah. be mad. Be mad. White be tears. Mad. Be mad. Diaspora of tears. I will drink all of the all white of tears. All of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my teacup. Yeah. Thank you. I don't want to drink none of them. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> But I, I gotta throw out another show though. Yes, what's this your season. Uh-huh. Uh, Alicia Harris's "Is God Is." Oh, because I, mm. I missed everything. It I've been was gone. everything. What was it at? Abs. It was at Soho Rep. Wow. She she won uh, the 2017 Relentless Award. Okay. Um, 
And Soho Rep scooped it up. It was literally everything. What I loved so much about the play is, so it's two young black girls. They're twins. Uh, They were, their father burnt their mom. So the mom is pretty, her entire body is burnt up. You know I can't take stuff like that. But but wait, 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 wait. And so uh, the mom's body is, and Jessica Francis Duke uh, played Slade as the mom. Um, So the mom's body is completely burnt up. And so the two kids, the two girls, when they were younger, they tried to save the mom, so a lot of their bodies burnt up. Mm-hmm. So the dad comes back into the picture, and the mom tells the two girls, I want you to go and find your dad, Jesus. and I want you to kill him. What? So here's the thing that was so amazing for me about the story. So it's this spaghetti western with these two oh, black wow. girls going on this quote-unquote revenge story. Mm-hmm. But what was so spectacular, and what I had to tell uh, 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 Alicia about, is she literally made me unpack and check a lot of shit within myself, because I was like, at first, these two black girls doing this spaghetti western that is meant for like white men. This is mm-hmm. weird. This is crazy. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, like why can't there be a world yes. where right. a story like this could exist where these right. two young black girls are doing this as wild and crazy mm-hmm. and over That's the top of the story about Bella. is? But it mm-hmm. was like it literally made me check all of the shit that I had about myself mm-hmm. in terms of what it looks like to be represented on stage and like mm-hmm. what those stories can be. I so love yeah, that. that was yeah. that that was really really nice to say, and that was that Soho rap, and it did really really well that's love. amazing it did really well oh I love yeah. that yeah. I'm mad I missed it though that's it was now dope. I need to read the script it was it's that sounds super dope. amazing she went off yeah. she won that award for a reason come on somebody mm-hmm. well that's what's up well maybe that be, might be something that we use for the uh, script of the month come or, through you know because we're going to start doing the Broadway Black Script Club mm-hmm. at some point mm-hmm. um, but we got to choose something love it. to read mm-hmm. and we actually got to read it mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay um, so moving forward, um, oh, also, uh, Dominique Mariso just went on stage yes, this past week. Come through. Like, ain't she that such crazy? inspiration. Yes. She was our first guest. She was. On the podcast. Our very first episode. She was. Was Dominique Mariso. And I was so excited to ask her all the questions. And you did. And you all did. the questions. Like, can you teach me this? Can you teach me that? Yes. So for Dominique Mariso to be just the dynamic playwrights that she is. She's done so many different wonderful pieces. Mm -hmm. Detroit 67, Paradise Blue is a signature right now. She was also the book writer for Ain't Too Proud to Beg, Mm -hmm. um, the the Temptations musical. And so she's just such a dynamic playwright. She's also an actress. So for her to get on, for her to go on stage as one of the roles that she created was like, I'm so mad that I didn't mm-hmm. get to see it because it was just such a last-minute announcement that yeah. the tickets were already sold out mm-hmm. pretty much before. And the waiting list was, like, long as hell. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have loved to have seen her because, like, every time I think about her as an actress, though I didn't see it, I just hear everyone who saw her talk about her as uh, Kame in The Mountaintop. Oh, yeah. I know that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, everyone who, had, Everybody. who saw her perform that, that role when... Katori was originating mm-hmm. it, um, but just talking about how fantastic she was as, as that role, and like you could just tell that she embodied that character. The, to the a first team. time I saw Dominic Mariso, she was actually the stage direction reader. She was the narrator for. Um, a, a reading of Intimate Apparel mm-hmm. by Lynn mm-hmm. and just the cadence of her voice made mm-hmm. me wonder 
what she was like on stage. Mm-hmm. I love it. And and I didn't know that she was a playwright at that time. Mm-hmm. That was like my very first event for Broadway mm-hmm. Black. That's amazing. And I was just like, who is this woman? And so I've been following her ever since. That's and she awesome. has not disappointed ever. And, and can um, we just real quick clock all these amazing black writers, women writers that we're yes. talking about right oh, now? Oh, yeah. Katori, Dominique, Lynn, Jocelyn. Lisa, Jocelyn, and Gozi. Like, yes. Yeah. And, and they all now. support each other. Come yes, they really on. Do. Yeah, like Phoenicia. Hardcore. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. I, that just makes my soul. We're going to put so them on happy. a t shirt. Yeah, so like yes, I'm here for it. I'm Ooh, here for it. Yeah, I'm gonna put them on a t-shirt. I'm through. Boom. Boom. There we go. Merch. That's Boom. so right, y'all. So let's also talk about. We have any questions? We have a million questions because I. Before we get to that yes, question, I, I want to go back to another our favorite show mm-hmm. of this season. My favorite show this season. Oh, you want to? It's gonna be Sugar No Wounds at MTC. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to throw that out there real Rub quick, y'all. y'all. I had to throw Yo, it out. It's going to be my favorite show, too. Come on, now. I just that, had to throw it out there. You know that brought me to two. Lord have mercy. Like, literally, Drew would just text me randomly. I'm still thinking about this play crying. I said, right. Oh. I was, like, it literally show. brought me to tears. I was like, come on. Come on, on. Representation. 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 12 Years of Moonlight. Yeah. Come on. He called it 12. <laughs> good night and good 12 day. Years of Moonlight. I hate you. I was you. like, damn, maybe that's what I should have called it. 12 <laughs> Years of Moonlight. I oh like that. God. But what's these questions well, giving us? Okay, I love, we have, so uh, because you guys can't see what we're doing, we are live streaming this wonderful situation that's happening in the studio right now. And we've got so many great questions. Have I'm we? Gonna, yes. Yes, I, we I do. People to get like, questions. for real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. So, um, since I have the two of you he here, gagging. I think I, am gagging. I think this is a great question because I have the two of you here. What kinds of op- this is from Owl? Okay, I'm not gonna try to say what your name is, but it's beautiful. What kinds of? <laughs> <laughs> but it's beautiful. No, yes. please. What kinds of opportunities are there for Black folks who love theater but don't necessarily act? Oh, isn't that a great question? There, for those there are a lot of so different many. fellowships. Yes, um, a lot of different uh, internships that you can work. In mm-hmm. uh, Broadway Black will actually have an audition coming up soon that will be an all-encompassing Come through. type of thing. Um, so if you want to get into doing uh, uh, vlogging and blogging mm-hmm. and press and red carpets and things of that nature, you can audition for Broadway Black. But there's also like directing, props, and, costumes, yeah, mm-hmm. scenic so design, lighting design, yeah, so stage like, management, house management. What I would do is I would recommend people find someone that works in the industry that you really, really admire. Yes, follow their work. Absolutely, mm-hmm. really know who they are. Study. Mm-hmm who they are and then maybe reach out with the email and say hey if you have an internship or something available Mm -hmm. because a lot of people in theater don't think that people are even watching them. Yes, a lot mm-hmm. of great opportunities come because people are like, oh, no one's ever asked me that. Like, right. you can walk up to a scenic designer and be like, can I shadow you? Right. Can I come sit in the booth and watch you? And and don't be creepy. Don't, don't be creepy. creepy. With it. Keep, you, you know, know, keep it cute. Right. But be you, professional. We have not because we asked not. Shut oh, up! She said that. Oh, 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 but seriously, do exactly what Drew said. Research someone whose career you want your career to mimic yeah. and see how close you can get. You never know. A and tweet could change your life. Right. Can. And this is what, what I will always do yes I would read a bio Mm-hmm. And I would look to see what were the things yes. that this playwright did. Yes, mm-hmm. where what they study, what they some did. residencies, yeah. all of these right. things. And I would go straight online as yeah. soon as I got and home. And apply. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, what did exactly. they win? Love it. Exactly. Killing and apply these for questions. Them. I have another Get one. Get your numbers up. Get your numbers up. That's like, what Dominique said. Dominique told us. On the first episode. The very first episode, she said, Get your numbers up. If you haven't applied, you're not in the race. You're not in the race. Apply, apply, apply. Even if you think you will not get it. You have no shot. Yes. Still apply. You never know. Go for it. I love it. 
I'm going to yep. keep these questions coming. This is from Culture Casanova. Hey, boo. Ooh, this that. is a question for Danye. What are some best ways that budding playwrights can have their works seen and or heard? Come mm. through. Come through. So literally what I would do, I started off by just bringing friends together. And just literally having it read out loud, mm-hmm. like in going exactly, mm-hmm. like, and, and, and 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 kitchens. Am I like I still do this now? Like, am I like apartment? Mm-hmm. But like literally bringing bringing your folks together, bringing your tribes together, yes. and just having your people read your work. And there are there are residencies like that as well. Like the National Black Theater, I know does mm-hmm. uh, a reading like every Monday night or so. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That if you apply, they'll get people together and they will read your work. So it's a place to perform. It's a place to, you know, elevate your work and see what it sounds like. And so get out there. Exactly. And literally, but but what I will say, one of the biggest things, and I can't stress it enough, is like we keep talking about literally apply. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you never know. Apply, apply. There's so many amazing fellowships mm-hmm. and residencies out there. Just apply, apply, apply. Yeah. Y'all heard it here first from uh, Donye. Come yeah. on. The love doctor. This question is for me and also all of us. <clears throat> I like this one. What kind of tools do you use? And how do you practice self-care with so many white people trying it? Uh, mm, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. That was my favorite question. That's one. I'm going to start. Okay. Go, okay. I, look, I will give you the floor. Here's the thing, y'all. I need some time. White people mm-hmm. are everywhere. Every everywhere. day, mm-hmm. every minute, every hour. And I love white people. I have some of my close friends. I have no problems with white people. But there are certain white people that have been put into my spirit and atmosphere. And Shondo, that the Lord, I don't know if he's testing me. I don't know if this is going to help me get extra uh, diamonds in my crown when I get to the kingdom. I don't know why, but they keep being in my atmosphere. And what you really have to do is you have to create a a place of peace around you, whether it's in your apartment, whether you have to go home and just be black as hell for Mm -hmm. as long as you can. If you've got to pack pieces of watermelon in your purse that you just pull out and eat (laughs) on site, whether it's you just got to have black hour, just one hour every day where you just allow yourself to just say black shit and be black as hell. You literally have to create safe black spaces mm-hmm. for yourselves. You gotta have black girl brunches. You gotta yep. have black boy joy moments. It's for real. I don't, not just in theater. I think this is for y'all who have regular it's nine to five. Mm-hmm. You have to create intentional spaces where your blackness is celebrated, where you allow yourself to be free and yes. black and loud and black and love your blackness. Mm-hmm. I have to do it all the time. When I was on the road with Hamilton, I mean, there were moments when I would just hang out with my black friends who was in Hamilton. You got mm-hmm. Just the black cast members where we would go and just eat chicken we would go see black movies we would twer- have twerk parties and just, and just allow be. to be yeah. free yeah. Ha- in New York I have my black girlfriends I know I can call I have my black boo friends my black my black kids I have every I have moments where I have to create spaces for myself to be myself Right. that's one thing I do is intentionally creating black free spaces Hell yeah. what do y'all do that's it that's it that's it Listen. I, go ahead well I thought that Broadway Black was my free black Uh space. Well, Mm. and And the devil tried it. Oh, my God. Because I have to continuously work around white people. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. So, like, the press lines that I go to, any type of of interaction I do with press people or Mm -hmm. marketing or advertising are all white people. Yes. Mm There is not a time or a day that goes by that I cannot interact like I, I like I have to mm-hmm. um, and so that was a eye-opening experience because I went into business for myself thinking that I could create a space that would be centered around black people and that's who I would work with and that's just not the case um, so you have to really mm. like 
Amber said, intentionally create spaces for yourself. Yes. And you also have to take breaks. Yes. You have to take over. a moment for yourself. You have to you know, step back and not answer some of those emails. You have to step back and not go to some of those auditions sometimes for yes. that summer stock uh, you know, theater rotation that you really don't want to do, mm-hmm. but you're thinking like, oh, I need that job. Like, no, so you have to step back mm-hmm. and not put yourself in instances and circumstances that are going to drain you. Yes, God. Um, and, and that takes time. That takes time to learn and how to do that. Um, so don't don't beat yourself up over it is what I'll say mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it takes a time um, to to really cultivate that space and learn how to do that for yourself in a, in a space in a, in a way that is healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Danya, anything yeah. from you? Um, I agree 100%, uh, particularly with what you were saying, Amber, just like intentionally creating these spaces mm-hmm. and then also – Yes, create these spaces for you to exist, for you to be in. And and when you are going out into the world, mm-hmm. of course, you know that space will not always be the case. Nope. You still have to be your full black self All 100%. Day, every day. And so I go back to this workshop I just did, and it's, it's, it's so trippy and it's so weird, but it's so real. Like, literally, this this play that I wrote was probably, like, one of the back, blackest plays just in terms of, like, the language and how mm-hmm. the characters and the act with each other. And so we were just all around the table reading it. And it was, like, a little intimate uh, uh, reading. So we had, uh, we had like, two theaters there. And the majority, if not all the people around us watching, are white people. Mm-hmm. But yet and still, we were all full black self, yeah. just being exactly who we are. Mm-hmm. And it was, we aren't going to shift who we are because you're in the space. You have to adapt to us and in this space. So, yes, create these intentional spaces for yourself. Yes. And when you're in these other spaces where you don't see yourself reflected, still push through and be your full black ass self. Yes, and you have to, like somebody was asking me about uh, speaking a bit more my self-care while I was on the road during Mm -hmm. Hamilton. Yeah, because I was in, that was the hardest part is not being with your tribe and with your people. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it's different. When you're doing a show in New York, you can always step away from that show and go and hang out with your friends, hang out with your family, go to your favorite restaurants. I was in a strange land, a strange city with strange people mm-hmm. in a strange time. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I really had to do a lot of self. Like Mondays, I, I would shut down completely on Mondays. I didn't see anybody else from the cast. I would do things also not only to care for me as a black girl, but to care for me as an artist. Like on Monday, I got to stop talking. So I would go to like Barry's boot camp. I would get my workout in. I love Barry's because you don't have to speak or like soul cycle. You're not talking to anybody else. You're just in your own world. I do Barry's. I go have a solo date night where I would have dinner and then I go see a movie. All things that don't require me to speak, mm. but also allow me to be in a space where I'm breathing. Mm-hmm. I'm free to be myself. I'm driving in my car. I'm turning my radio up. Mm-hmm. Then there'll be times when I hang out with just the other black girls in the show. Just the other my, my boot things, my other chocolate boot things in the show. It's also like researching when you're in different towns. Every town I would go to, I would go in that theater, find a black person and say, where are y'all? I would find a black woman and say, where are the black hairstylists? I would be like, how do I get to Oakland when we was in San Francisco? In LA, I said, where the black people? I found this place called the Juice Joint in LA that had the blackest open mic nights on Monday. I literally looked in every city, where are the black people? Where do I need to hang out? Where can I have fun? It's intentionally looking for people who look like you Mm. because you need that. Like that is re- mm-hmm. people don't it understand. Is vital it really to your is. In my cast, I was the only chocolate woman in the entire cast. And people don't talk about that. I think we talked about that, that too before you got like, cast in yes. Hamilton, where there were no really dark skinned mm-hmm. people or, or women in the show. Like mm-hmm. there were a couple of dark skinned men, but like you know, we were praising it for its diversity. Mm-hmm. But where are the 
colors. Yeah, uh, and, and, and spectrum, this spectrum of people. And we were exactly. so blessed that we had like we what we call it the Chocolate Squad because it was Isaiah and Michael Lawyer yeah. mm-hmm. and and Joshua Henry and me. So we had a chocolate group, but yeah. I was the chocolate princess. Nobody had Come hair on, like mine. Like if I needed edge control, could nobody in that building help me? Okay, but that's a real thing. Is <laughs> like not seeing faces that look like yours and for an entire year. Yeah. That was a lot on my spirit. Mm, yeah. So I was always looking, looking, looking for spaces that I could look and see people who look like me. Mm-hmm. It's intentional. Yeah. It is super intentional, but you got to do it. Yeah. yeah. And so we got to intentionally wrap up this show. <laughs> this diaspora of knowledge. Yeah. That Come we on, Sangway. And y'all can intentionally listen to us every week. Yeah. Because we back and we black. We black, we black and black. Every week. We back and black. Yeah. We black and black. And hey, black. We back and black. And black and back. We black and back and black. We back. We black and bro, we black. We back. We black. We black. We black. We black. We back. And we black and black. We back. Do we even need him to write the song? I don't know. We do. Do we even need him to write the song? We got it right now, y'all. We got it. You know that's why y'all keep me around. Come through. Thank y'all so much for listening, man. It's been an amazing, amazing first show. Back. I'm so excited to have my friend Donya Amber. And where can everybody find our podcast when we post it live? Where will it be for all the people? It'll be on iTunes. It will be on iTunes on the podcast app. You can also find it on SoundCloud. Bam. And hopefully we might be on title this time too. We out there. We gonna be with Beyonce. We out there. Might be. Oh come on, come come on, come on, come on. (laughs) But yeah, so thank y'all so much for listening you have hit your mark and we have gone off book i'm drew shade i'm Danya love and i'm princess amber Mom. thank y'all so much we out peace hi y'all this is kristen chenoweth hi i'm gloria stefan this is sarah Bareilles. hi i'm patty lapone this is lynn manuel miranda you're listening to the broadway podcast network swimsuit check sunscreen check phone charger check don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.